Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring the youth. Hello, everybody. You are, you are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Series XM Channel 145. I am Nicole, and I'm accompanied by Anthony and Alicia. It's great to have them here. They're always great company to just give me their opinions on all these topics that I lay out in front of them. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Anthony. As our normal scheduled broadcast, I am we're going to give you our normal COVID rundown. So in our worldwide cases, we so far have 16.4 million confirmed. We already passed our 16 million reach, which is pretty crazy, to be honest. We have 9.8 million recovered so far, which is also pretty comforting in the fact being that even though there's 16.4 million that are infected, 9.8 million are completely recovering and are getting better, as well as 652,000 deaths so far. The Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, had tested negative for to having COVID after testing positive for three times in a row after initially getting infected on July 7th. England is now easing their lockdown procedures with gyms and indoor pools reopening with social distance measures in place. And in the US here, we have 4.3 million confirmed as well as 2 million recovered and 148,000 deaths. So far, MIT researchers are creating a reusable mask that will work like an N95 this eye mask is in the early stages of creation, but it's a silicone mask that can be safely reused without fear of contamination. And it uses an N95 filter without the material that catches viral particles, which makes it safer. It is still in its early stages, as I said before. So they're trying to see exactly how effective it can catch viral particles. And because it is silicone, it's much easier to clean and be reused by medical professionals. So this is a really big step for them because they do have loads of protective gear on their face. They have like five sets of masks on at all times, as well as protective eye gear. So this might lower down the five masks to maybe three to maybe two, depending on how strong this truly is whenever it, it is done with testing and it, and it is used in a sort of medical field or situation. And a recent study has also determined that there are six distinct types of COVID each involving a different group of symptoms and each having their own cluster of, of problems. So the six distinct types are as follows. There's flu-like with no fever, flu-like with fever, gastrointestinal, severe level one with, with fatigue, severe level two with confusion, and severe level three abdominal and respiratory issues. So obviously this is, makes it much easier now to understand exactly what you have so the medical professionals can treat you and their fullest capacity and to make sure that you leave fully recovered. So we are figuring out a lot more about COVID in the more recent days and we are trying to decode exactly what's happening and we're trying to help medical professionals as much as we can. So I just kind of want to get your guys' input on this where you kind of lie with all the new recent discoveries and all these new creations to try and limit the spread and the understanding of COVID. In it took them long enough to finally make not necessarily precautions, but leaps of faith when it comes to trying to end this whole pandemic. It took them a while for a few weeks there. It was just kind of stagnant. Now they're trying more and more to find something and good job by them. I mean, I know that's a job, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's a tough situation for not only them, but just everybody involved. I mean, this is a pandemic nobody's ever seen before. So, first of all, you need to find a cure, and that's going to be hard, and we all know that. But at least now we're making little steps, 
you can't just we can't just wake up tomorrow and there be a cure to coronavirus. You need to take little steps, one at a time. And again, for a while there, it was very stagnant. Really, nothing was happening. So I was actually a little concerned. But this hearing this now, it's pretty good news for me. Yeah, I agree with Anthony. Like, finally, they're taking all the precautions necessary during this pandemic. Like, it doesn't make sense how they didn't take it before, and now they're just starting to take it. Because, like, I feel like things would have been resolved way earlier. But I'm just happy they're, like, finally starting to take the precautions. And, yeah. Well, it was harder in the beginning to take these precautions because they didn't know too much about covid Many people, I mean, researchers in itself are confused and conflicted on how COVID is. There's a lot of doctors who are saying that it's mutating in a way so that it isn't as deadly or as fatal, which are synonyms, I don't know, I said that like like that, or it's mutated in a way that it actually doesn't really harm the body anymore. So it, it's essentially kind of confusing and conflicting, as I said before, because they aren't too sure. There's so much to COVID and it's reacted differently in certain environments within people who have been infected. So like in Italy, it's now reducing itself. And a lot of Italian doctors are like, it's it's mutating, so it's less fatal. But over here, we see that a lot of people are catching the disease and we're seeing how it is unfolding. So even though essentially, yes, it was a little stagnant at some point, it was mostly because they're still researching and trying to figure out exactly what is COVID and exactly how it reacts. I mean, even the MIT researchers are trying to figure out exactly how the masks react to COVID because they can find a way that it combats it perfectly, that it won't stick, that there is a reusable factor to it. And yes, as long as you do sterilize it and as long as it is clean in, in the correct manner, it will be used perfectly and, and it can save, help, and essentially prolong a lot of people's lives because as we did see, uh, around 164 plus nurses have died from COVID. So a whole bunch of medical professionals who are basically battling their own lives in the middle of this whole medical field, wait, just helping out these people that they, that I don't, I don't even understand the, the fact being that a lot of people aren't respecting a lot of medical professionals every now and again because of the, the great feats that they do for this in, in an example this pandemic they've done so much even though yes it is their job and yes they do need to do that it's still so insane because of how many people are just day-to-day battling and they have to go home and they have kids they have they have lives they have older folks living in their home and they're still cleaning themselves making sure that everything else is safe and I think the fact being that MIT is making their biggest reach to try and combat this and make their life a little bit easier is one of the most favorable things to come out of this whole COVID talk, most likely, as well as the fact being that politicians are getting back to normal or safe. And it is kind of interesting now. I agree with you. I mean, again, I'm going to go back to the point. We need to make little strides. And these little strides, while they don't look promising to some, to some they're pretty big because, again, you need to take the little steps to get, to the main goal and the main goal would be getting a cure to end this pandemic well again i know getting a cure isn't going to end coronavirus forever we have a flu shot and the flu is still around there's a flu season every year so i understand that coronavirus is going to stay here for quite a while i know it's not just going to disappear but we need to flatten the curve 
We need to make sure that it's not a pandemic, that it's just our goal is to make it another flu, pretty much. Well, exactly. I know that sounds bad. I know it sounds bad because the flu is bad. You can't really do anything else at this point. It's attacked us. It left hooked us from nowhere. So, I no, mean. You're, you're essentially correct. It's true. We are just trying to find a cure and make sure that everything is in the lowest capacity of it and kind of lim- minimizes how comfortable we are with the flu type of situation. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, Anthony. When we come back from the youth, we have some more Kanye talk because he's still in social media and he's still in everybody's mind. Here in the U, Sam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo. Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Reader is more than just a radio station but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable, sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia. 
family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Sime Radio and everybody a part of Sime Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my bag just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, this is K9 and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. And now we're back with the youth. On Series 6M 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth, Sam Radio, Series XM, Channel 145. As we all know, as we recently talked about, Kanye had a couple outbursts in his first campaign rally in South Carolina. So this is kind of the aftermath of his outburst and the hysteria that kind of ensued from it. So Kim was furious at the private information that he had revealed about their family. And she kind of went off on some sort of tangents on, on Twitter and had some moments where she talked about it. And then she kind of stopped for a bit, which then led Kanye to release a series of tweets saying that Chris and Kim had planned to, quote unquote, lock him up. And that's, he also even considered divorcing Kim at some point, which then Kim responded stating that Kanye does suffer from bipolar disorder and it's very complicated and that even at home, it's extremely complicated at the least. And that she doesn't want me to talk about this, but it decided it was best during these certain circumstances because of all of the moments he was having. And Kanye even then responded back to it, saying that he still loves her and that he understands why she would be upset at all of that he said so far. And in other news within his whole campaign, Elon Musk, who in the beginning was very in on on Kanye doing this. He had a lot of support for Kanye and Kanye was even going to have him be the head of the space exploration. But even he has decided to reach out to Kanye, trying to convince him to, to delay his campaign until 2024, saying that after he saw his whole outburst and hysterical moments in the first campaign rally that he called him, asked if he was fine, Kanye said he was fine, but he definitely felt as if it was otherwise. So he's definitely urging him to delay his campaign. So I just think that this is going in so many loops. It's honestly kind of insane. There's a lot to to even remember in this in these stories because it's you have to remember what Kanye first did in, in order to elicit all this response. And it's pretty interesting, to be honest. And it's kind of insane how this is still and everybody's first news story and how everybody is kind of intrigued in this. And I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on this whole insanity, to be honest with you. I want to ask a question. Like, you have, you guys, we all have families. When we have an issue, we, we go to each other and we talk about it. Why can't Kanye West just go to Kim Kardashian and talk about it? I mean, why does he have to go to a South Carolina rally and start talking about private information with about his family. Why does he go to Twitter and start talking about private information for his family? This is one of the very few times that I actually feel bad for Kim Kardashian because, I mean, she got screwed in this whole situation. Like, again, it's private information. 
the same way that I wouldn't go out and say stuff about my family at a random rally if I were a presidential candidate, Kanye shouldn't be doing the same. I mean, I don't I don't get it. Like just if you're having an issue, talk to Kim Kardashian face to face. That's your wife. There's a reason why you married her. I mean, the reason why you married her isn't for how long have they been married? Five years? Five, six years? It, uh, five Around five years. Yes. There's no reason. You, you didn't get married five, six years ago to then later go to a South Carolina rally because you're trying to run for president when you know damn well you're not going to win it. To talk about issues with your friends. Like, I don't understand it. I mean, it's just... It's another Kanye situation, and I feel bad for Kanye because I feel like he really does have a mental health issue. I mean, he's not a normal person. Well, Kim confirmed it, that he does suffer from bipolar disorder, which means that he can go from a manic depressive episode to a manic, uh, just a normal manic episode. And it's conflicting because there's, there is a lot known on bipolar disorder equals if there's a lot not known about it. So it is difficult thing to live with and to understand and to cooperate with and it kind of correlates a lot to how Kanye maneuvers himself and how he carries himself we saw in the in the actual rally how there was moments where he was just completely yelling and just seemed hysterical for no such reason and that completely checks out with suffering with bipolar disorder so it is confirmed that he does suffer from a mental illness so I mean People on social media weren't wrong about that, I guess. But I do feel bad about the fact that, yes, he does have this. And he does. There are moments where I don't think he even understands anymore. I mean, Kim said that this kind of all really sourced from the moment after his mother died. And that that's when he really kind of went off the rails in that moment was when his mom did pass. So, quite frankly, I don't I have I don't know what else to say about this yet. Yeah, I honestly think that guy is insane. But I saw um his like, what is it called again? His stepdad, his stepdad, the one that was dating his mother before she passed. He did say that she, he never really coped with the fact that his mother died, and that's why he suffers from like these episodes and stuff like that. And honestly, I think what Kim did was a good thing because like. A lot of people were coming for her and stuff like that when it was, like, nothing was really her fault. Like, she did reveal some private information. And, like, what Anthony was saying, why didn't, like, why doesn't he just talk to his family instead of, like, just going to a rally in, I don't know where it was, somewhere in in the Carolinas. (laughs) Instead of going to a rally and just revealing all of these things. I don't know. I feel like he does speak to his family to an extent, like. I feel like he may talk the same way to his family, but his family won't expect him to go talk about it in public. That's what maybe the deal. And like this time, he probably went way too far. Like when I say way too far, it's like I'm thinking in Kim's perspective or Chris Jenner's perspective. Like how how do I stay? Like honestly, like how do I stay with that? Like they just revealed everything in my family. It just sounds like you don't like me. Like do you actually love me? And honestly, I used to be off for Kanye and Kim. I used to be like, oh my God, he's obsessed with her. They're never going to leave each other. He's obsessed. But I don't even know if he's obsessed. He's just crazy. And he needs to get help ASAP. Definitely. He does need to seek some sort of help because a lot of people are 
kind of worried for him, as I saw in one of the last episodes when we talked about this, and how he still, a lot of people do want him to kind of get help and kind of control his episodes and see exactly what kind of treatment can help him out. And I think the fact that a lot of people are compassionate about this and are trying to understand is pretty comforting in the fact being that we all kind of want to see them thrive, even though we don't want them essentially to win and be first lady and president. But we do kind of want the best of them no matter what. So I think it is pretty interesting and pretty... There's Again, there's just a lot to this story that you have to take into consideration. I mean, Momager Chris, I don't think she would essentially take all that Kanye is saying. I think that Kim is definitely the median in this whole situation where she's kind of making sure that everybody is as calm and as comfortable as they possibly can be. Because, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians from my sister that she does try to calm some things down and she does try to relieve some of the stress that might happen in the family. So I, I don't doubt that entirely. But I think the whole fact of that this is ludicrous, yes, that this is something that I would have never thought I'd be talking about, yes. And the fact being that there is just so much to this and like everything is completely compacted and compiled on top of each other. And the fact that you never really know exactly anymore. And that's true, a lot of people were get, ganging up on, on Kim because of what he was saying and how they were reacting to her. And she was like, first off, I did nothing wrong. I'm just here. He's over there. He's doing that. And the fact that Kim herself did even go about it and was furious of it. And she even talked about being furious on it. Because again, that is private information. And the fact that Anthony brings up a very good point. The fact that he just immediately went up to Twitter and went, you know what? I'm going to talk about this on Twitter. And I, I do think that how Alicia said, he probably does talk this way in front of them. And they probably never think that he would release this type of private information to the other people, to just the world, essentially, because why would he? But then again, all these episodes kind of make everything a little bit more insane and everything else kind of jumbles. And I think at some point he doesn't know that he's disclosing some certain information. So I don't, I'm not entirely sure anymore with this. I do kind of want to keep up with this because I'm too, I'm too deep in this to not keep up with some of it because I've I've already done enough research to kind of be in the middle of this in my head. But when we come back here on the youth, we're going to talk about a completely different type of clown and a different region on the West Coast of America, Nevada, here on the youth, Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. 
You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do all would, of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? You're not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet you he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last up. one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? Hang up on us. Just tell me no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. Hey, platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster from the Pittsburgh Steelers, number 19 wide receiver, and you are listening to Slam Radio. It is Liddy. Turn up. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth, Slam Radio, Sirius XM channel 145. This segment, we're going to be talking about a desolate clown motel. Well, it seems desolate. It's in a desolate town, essentially. And this has been trending for some time now. And people are, this is catching a lot of movement, momentum, mostly because it's next to a haunted cemetery that was active from the years 1901 to 1911. So this is over 100 years old. And a lot of people are kind of getting interested in, in this because it's also supposedly that some of the clowns in this clown motel 
are said to be haunted and or attached to spirits. How some of the clowns, because okay, the actual owner of this motel collects clowns ever since he saw a circus in India, I believe, I, that he even saw a clown. He fell in love with the idea of a clown because it was happy, it was bringing happy to, happiness to other people around him. And then he started collecting clowns and this is kind of where we lead off to now. He loves the idea of clowns. He likes the idea that it brings happiness to other people. But even though it's a big known fact that a lot of people do suffer from chlorophobia, which is the fear of clowns, and the fact being that this place is said to be haunted, and some of the clowns are also said to be haunted, and the fact that this is near, this is adjacent to a cemetery that also has a lot of, sadly, a lot of kids as well because of certain outbreaks with measles and smallpox and certain stuff like that. So maybe the little kid ghosts are attracted to the, to the clowns. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's why it's so active. So let me ask you a question. So this person, yes. he he collects people who think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time? No, he, he collects people who thinks that uh, LeBron is the, is the greatest ma- basketball player of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he collects he collects clowns. I got you. Yeah, like like you, Anthony. No, like you. no, I'm not a clown. I'm not a clown. All right. LeBron's better, but, but that's, he does. that's besides the point. That's besides the point. That that's weird though. I mean what's what's the purpose of collecting clowns? Like it brings him happiness. He likes the idea of it because when he saw it in the circus, he's like, This clown is making people laugh. It made him laugh and he fell in, in, in love with the idea of, of the clown. And the the motel is very creepy because in the lobby alone there's like over 15 clowns ranging in sizes there's one that that has like symbols and goes on by itself so that's very creepy i mean now i know whenever i open trivago don't that's the one motel that i don't want to go to I mean, are you sure though? Maybe after quarantine, we could all just maybe stay a night and do some, <laughs> uh, do some no. paranormal stuff. No, no, I'm okay. I, I'll I'll sleep in my bed. It's fine. My bed is just very very comfy. You know, I don't like leaving the comforting warmth of my bed. And you're also telling me there's a cemetery right next to it. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Yeah. No, go I'm good. I'm okay. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm. You I'll, I'll stay go? in Miami. I'll stay in Miami. It's okay. You guys can go. But I'll stay in Miami. Tragic. I don't do ghosts. I don't do clowns. I don't do any of that. Like when Nicole started talking about clowns, I kid you not, I ran inside my house real quick. I hate clowns. I find them so ugly and scary looking. Like it's not even funny. Like I'm the type to pee on myself if I someone tries to scare me with a clown. Pee, even poop on myself. Like I hate clowns. Ghosts. Ghosts, I can learn to deal with, but clowns, they're just so scary looking, and I feel like they're meant to just come annoy me and, like, make me scared and make me want to pass out. I'm as scared of clowns as I am, like, rats and roaches. Like, I will literally go insane and go, like, I hate clowns so much. So, no, I would never go to that motel. Like, not even think about it. Like, if it's for me, I won't even go there, like, to Nevada in general. Like, I'm out. Because I feel like I'm going to be haunted. I feel like I have something in me that people like to haunt me. And they're going to attract towards me. So I'll stay away. That's a very fair assumption. I can understand that. But I mean, the reason why a lot of people feel so uncomfy around clowns is because there's a part of your brain that 
realizes faces and it's like, oh yeah, those are two eyes, that's a nose, that's a mouth. And it can understand faces and the configuration of it. But the whole reason that clowns were essentially made at some point was to disfigure them in a certain way where their face was exaggerated to a point of no understanding of what they were, of, of what it was. So that's why you see how like the big smile and the really like bulbous nose, they, it's, it's, it's a whole set to like humiliate the person that was essentially being punished because it was, it was sort of punishment. It was for humiliation and there was other sort of punishments that were done after. So it's, it's interesting because yes, that's kind of where it derives from, but I don't know. I'm kind of down to, but I can't take the million siblings anywhere. Amanda doesn't, hasn't seen Coraline, hasn't seen the nightmare before Christmas. Well, no, I'm going to sit down with her and I'm going to watch the nightmare before Christmas. I promise you that. Before, you do that. before the school year starts, I'll do it with No, you. no, before before we go to this clown motel okay. in Nevada. Before you guys go, though. Before you guys go. No, no, no. We're all going to go as a group. I've decided. No, no, no Before you be, guys go. It's going to be Anthony, Mario, Amanda. Okay, so Nicole, Mario. Well. Alicia's not going because I'm not going to have her do that. I feel real bad if Alicia goes. Angel so can go. Okay, so it's Nicole, Mario, Angel. Right? And the millions. No. Yeah. After the we whole need... twenty six, no. After the whole twenty sixteen thing with like the ghost, Which, not the ghost, the, way, the clowns. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, you know, There's I have a story about that. That's terrifying. We were driving down a road, and there was a clown right there. I will never forget that. That was, that was after we came from the movie theater. But no, we have to go to this to this clown I think it's pretty interesting. I'm good. I'm I think honestly, pretty... I'm good. You can I think FaceTime it is pretty interesting. Look, you can FaceTime me. You can FaceTime me and we'll... Yeah. See, if Mario but was here, go. he would he would 110% agree with me and he would go with me. He would 110% agree with, to go with me. Because this is interesting. This is, this is very interesting. And very am, scary. But, okay, we have to understand. Yes, it's haunted. Yes, there's clowns. But... I mean, we can always befriend some ghosts. They can be no, like Casper. Just stop it there. Just, yes, it's haunted. That's it. <laughs> End of the but, sentence. But Period. we can befriend End Casper. Have you, ever, have you ever wanted to befriend Casper? I love Casper. My homie. That's my homie, bro. Exactly. We can meet him. There's, 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 I can't say that. There's some, it's, it's tragic. But, um. Rather not. I can meet on. Casper another day. <laughs> Well, <laughs> sure, but I think it's just interesting nonetheless because you you get to see. Okay, I'm saying this for like the cemetery standpoint, right? It's interesting nonetheless because that's history. This this is a completely retired graveyard, and a lot of the headstones themselves are also very retired and very old looking and very damaged in, in the sense of weather and such things. So the fact being that. Just that alone is pretty interesting. You can see, I mean, okay, I'm one of those people, whenever you go to, like, a cemetery, like, a funeral, I like looking at, like, the headstones to see, like, who the person was, when they lived, when they died. And I like seeing that because it gives me an idea of, like, the people around or, like, the, the people who, were, who, are, who, who have passed and such things. So I think the fact being that I would probably not stay in the motel, because I also don't really care for clowns. I'm not really scared of them. I just don't prefer them, to be honest with you. Like, if it was, like, clowns or ghosts, I'd be like, I'd rather stay with my, with my, you know, cast with a friendly ghost, to be honest with you. Don't really care for clowns all too much. 
because clowns are people and people are not trustworthy. I don't but, care for either of them. But ghosts, they're friends. They're pretty cool friends. Um, no, no, they're not. Unless uh, your name yes, is Casper, no. Trust me, there's a pretty cool ghost. And I think the fact being that I personally would just like to probably take a stroll around the cemetery. Don't really care at what time. I don't mind. And just see exactly what happened. Because during this part, there are some like diseases and such things that would be interesting. And some gravestones even tell you exactly how people died from back in the old day so that people would have an idea. And I think it's just interesting nonetheless. I think the fact that Anthony is still too chicken to do anything remotely terrifying. I indeed is... am. I'm very chicken. So you became the one thing you despise because you hate Chicken Little. But look at you now. Don't you dare say that name on the national railways, Nicole. <laughs> uh, don't you dare. Don't you dare. But I can't take the millions anywhere because they don't like any of my scary things. I love all these things. And Listen, like, I'm, sc- no. I'm scared of Chicken Little. What makes you think that I'm going to be okay going to a motel filled with clowns? Please. Because you're going to be with me. And your friends. So it's going to be fun. We don't have to stay in the motel. We can just go to the cemetery. <laughs> I'm good. I'll, uh, I'll pass. You, I'll pass. You see, I can't. Because even if Amanda was here, she'd look at me crazy. Like, Nicole, please stop. Because <laughs> like, the thing with the million siblings is that they don't, they don't like anything scary. They were just not subjected to that. I love scary stuff, obviously, as we talked about here in the youth. And apparently, it's just deranged at this point but i think it would be interesting i think that we should all take one little field trip frank and the amigo included and it's just gonna be the youth and the producers in house over there and we just figure out exactly how to get to nevada and we might take an rv we could take an rv we could have a little trip around the state go through go to nevada and we can just stop by see everything is i don't know how frank is with scary stuff I've never, you see, Frank, you and I, we're great. We're good. We're good to go. Haunted car. I'm down for a haunted car. There's no problem with that. Um, I just, I think the fact that you guys don't want to do this is just insane. I, at least sure I understand. But the fact that Anthony, the fact that Anthony, who's afraid of his own shadow at this point, can't even overcome his fear. Like, come on. Come on, you need to overcome your fear. I'm a very fearful person. I'm a very fearful person. I can see that. (laughs) For no such needed reason, he's very fearful of just life. He breathes wrong. He's afraid his lungs going to burst. Oh, not life, not life. I'm just, you know, afraid of, you know, a clown motel. Yeah, just just a little bit. Just Just, a teensy-weensy bit. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. Nicole, please, please hear yourself talking. Let's go to a, let's go to a motel filled with creepy clowns, and then after we can cross the street and go to a cemetery. With it's the- actually, it's actually not across the street. The mo- let me give you a visual representation. The the motel, the cemetery. <laughs> that makes they, it worse. Right that makes it door. even worse. That's why I told you there might be some little kid ghosts that are attracted to some of the toys there, because some of these toys are like very antique and very cute. And yeah, there are some bigger clowns that are like my that's, size. That's, I'd be like, no, that's gonna be a yikes for me, dog. It's a yike, not a yikes. But still, I don't know. Yikes! I'm I'm still down to go. 
I'm going to get Brianna and Gerald. Brianna might be a little bit tough to try and convince. Gerald's going to have to after a little stunt that he pulled. And Mario's going to definitely join me. I'm going to have to convince Amanda and Anthony. I don't know who else can is, might join with me. Oh, Frank's definitely going to go. We have, we have to have a chaperone. Frank's going to be a chaperone to go with us. And who knows? I mean, I kind of hope this can come into play. Oh, and definitely Angel. Angel's definitely going to go because he even, he even brought up a, a haunted car idea, which, to be fair, doesn't sound all too bad. I'm not, I'm not too mad at that idea. But, you know, I think, I think it's time that we go more into Anthony's pace of things. So we're going to be talking about some kids' shows because, obviously, that's the only thing that Anthony feels too comfortable talking about. He doesn't like any scary stuff. So when we come back around the youth, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is safe, guys. No worries. It is safe so far from what we've seen here on That's the youth. My favorite show. It's my That's favorite your favorite show. show? You see, I told you we're gonna be we're gonna be more Anthony's pace now here on the youth. I'm radio yeah. Sirius M channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam radio, Sirius XM channel 145. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up two nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on two nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo? Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo? Tongue of Iloa. Tua nigga Manuel Apollo? Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Slam Reed is more than just a radio station but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big 
something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and the Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. This is Lauren Goodwin. You'll be listening to me on Wednesdays on the Lauren Goodwin Show on Slam Radio. And now we're back with the youth on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We are back here on the youth Slam Radio Sirius XM channel 145 in our final segment. But don't worry, because after we spooked Anthony with our desolate clown motel, we're going to go back to his favorite show, Paw Patrol. Yay! <laughs> okay, so as we all know, we talked about this at some point in the youth, a lot earlier in quarantine, when the, the whole pa- talks of Paw Patrol is like the glue that holds this show together. It basically is. We're all we're all five, to be honest. But basically, in the conversation of defunding the police, when that came into play, a lot of people kind of urged this, most mostly as a joke, on how Paw Patrol should also be canceled because of Chase, the police dog. And at some point, there was a White House press conference that claimed it was being canceled, in which Nickelodeon reached out saying, why would we cancel it? We're not canceling it. It's a popular TV show, and it makes kids happy. So I kind of want to see your guys' opinions on this. I think the fact that it was mangled in some sort of way, that it was thought to actually genuinely be canceled is kind of funny. And at this point, a great conversation came up in our little break, what's your favorite Paw Patrol character? Because mine's Marshall. He's my absolute mine is, favorite. Mine is Chase. Like the, hey, like the Anthony, police dog. This... Even, though they're, even though they're trying to cancel him. That's my boy, bro. That's the OG. That's my boy. Yeah, but I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on this? I think it's funny that a White House press conference said, yes, it is being canceled. And then Nickelodeon just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, that's that's their their five year old cash grab. So, yeah, I mean they would they would rather not cancel. They would rather have it than not have it. You know, you know they get a lot of money off that show. So they they would prefer to have it than rather to not have it. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of kids would get their heart broken. I know that my nephew in itself would ball his eyes out. My cousin would roll in a ball and start for a good five days. Exactly. My my nephew wouldn't know. So would I. So would I. So I mean, like, I mean. Yeah. To be fair, I think, I think we'd all just have like a whole crying party because we we miss we miss Paw Patrol, we miss Chase, we miss Marshall, and the other ones that we don't remember. I remember there's a Rocky one. I don't remember anybody else. That's it. That's I've only I watch it, but very little. Whenever I'm with my nephew, I'm more on my phone. But I still think that the idea that Paw Patrol would be canceled pretty comedic pretty ironic and it did come out as a joke it was urged as a joke it happened from gen z how a lot of these other jokes have been coming out from gen z as we also saw on twitter trending hashtag all countries matter on july 4th was also led by gen z so we're kind of seeing them just take initiative and trying to 
joke around and find a way to loop the system. And I think it's kind of funny to be honest with you. And I, I don't, I don't know. I think the fact that Nickelodeon reached out to this extent and went, we are not canceling this show. is pretty interesting to say the least. I think that there's a lot that goes down to it. And I think the way they handled it was pretty interesting as well. And the fact that a white house representative said, yes, it's being canceled. I don't, I don't understand how that even went into conversation. They don't even have conversations with Nickelodeon headquarters to understand that. So I don't even see. have one singular hotline to Nickelodeon headquarters. The White House, Donald Trump himself, has a hotline to Nickelodeon. I mean, but all jokes aside, like all jokes aside, if this show, like, let's talk for real. If this show would actually be canceled, the amount of kids that would be so sad, like. That that just breaks my heart. I, I'm so sorry. It just breaks my heart. I feel I feel so bad. Just the just the thought of that happening. The, oh my god, I feel so bad right now. Because again, there's a lot of little kids, including my little cousin Benjamin. Shout out to him. Um, that love Paw Patrol and have loved Paw Patrol for their four or five years of life. So for that to just be taken away from them, that would really suck. That's their only consistency, too. Like, my nephew, as, I mean, you give your shout-out to your cousin, but my, my nephew, Alec, my a sweetheart, at the same time not being a sweetheart, but he's still a sweetheart. He's been alive for four years, max. That's it, max. And this is a consistent TV show that he's ever loved and he's ever known. He loves Marshall. He loves Chase. He has a Paw Patrol lunchbox for his school coming up and such things. He has a, lo- a, a Paw Patrol lunchbox um, thing for a sandwich. So, like, this is a very consistent thing for a lot of them. And I think the fact being that if this were to genuinely be canceled, just the heartbreak and just, like, you would have to do, like, a heartache in general, seeing, like, the, the, the just broken on your child's face or your small relative's face because they don't understand that maybe it's being canceled or something. But if it were to be canceled, it would be canceled for the worst reasons possible. Like, I would genuinely feel so bad because there's some shows that we grew up with that weren't canceled until we were grown up or closer to growing up. And when we became older children, because we're still children in, in the in the light of it, you know, we are we are pretty, we are uh, the the young folk, to be honest. And there's some shows that we grew up on that didn't get discontinued or canceled until after we no longer found use for it. So the fact that this is still in its very early ages and the fact that many children from ranges of zero to five are enjoying this it shouldn't be really taken away because it it is kind of it is a difficult topic in the fact being that these kids again they don't know much else with tv shows i know know that my my nephew watches a couple tv shows that he knows of he doesn't know the names of it but he does know paw patrol that's the only one that he knows the name of that's the only one that he will continuously tell you paw patrol paw patrol paw patrol if you don't put it on you might have a breakdown and he needs to at least have something. Exactly. I'm sorry, but that, that theme song bops. Paw Patrol. It does. It Paw does Patrol, bop. Whenever you... If we had another segment, I would ask Frank to just open up with the Paw Patrol theme song. We should do that when Amanda comes on for tomorrow. Out of nowhere, it just comes on and she's just confused. Frank, write that down. Dude, write, write that, that down. Frank, <laughs> do that. You write it do down. That. The second segment, when Amanda comes, play the Paw Patrol uh, the theme song. Exactly, Trust just be an inside joke. Be very she'll confusing. be so confused. But I think that's a great idea, first off. I love the idea. We just That's our own little 
idea of a practical joke over social distance here, I guess. Kind of tragic, but who knows? I think that we should kind of get into the play of watching Paw Patrol. Oh, slowly roll there, Baku. Do you hear that? Yes. I do hear that. I do hear that. Wait, Anthony's back at doing it. He's only retired from doing it. Yeah, let me let me clear something up. I had retired from doing this. I did a Derek Jeter walked off single, you know. Just retired, right? Well, thank you. But now you got you guys forced my hand. You guys forced me to come back. So now I'm just gonna be ripping this every show I come in. From now on. All right, thank you. Thank you for coming back for for, from retirement for me. Thank you so much for your opinions on these topics I laid out on you guys. Sam Radio, Sam Channel 145. We are the youth. We'll see you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on the youth are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.